0: Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean. That's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for We're coming to your city Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country sound We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along We saw today's inflation data 70% of the increase in prices in March came from Putin's price hike in gasoline Well, first of all
1: I acknowledge, one must acknowledge, um, that prices are going up. Inflation is a real issue. A lot of it is having to do with the COVID and supply chains, and now uh, Putin's gas tax, essentially, uh, by virtue of uh, his invasion of Ukraine.
0: Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city you a song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions
1: for America.
0: This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 243 and day 256 this is this is a national disgrace and another cover up just like the biden laptop from hell so predictable yeah joe's disastrous exit out of afghanistan and abandoning americans abandoning green card holders abandoning 80 billion dollars in equipment abandoning our afghan allies that are being slaughtered and by the way he really left the country in a great state of uh great condition with the taliban at the head Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Yeah, girls are no longer allowed back in school. The old Taliban is the new Taliban, and they don't change the Taliban. Uh, anyway, eight hundred nine four one 941 shawn if you want to be a part of the program, it's Holy Thursday. And uh, tomorrow, Good Friday, no Passover this weekend uh, as well. And a very holy time of year uh, for many. And uh, I wish everyone a happy Passover and a happy Easter. Um, if you never watch The Passion of Christ, I watch it this time every year. One of the hardest, if you're a Christian, and you believe that that God, to reconcile us failures as men and in our fallen condition, um, you know, the average man since 70 times 7, but God knows how many hairs are on our head, and that his son came to earth, sacrificed his own life, was crucified, died, buried, and rose again on Easter Sunday. It's an incredible story. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Whoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life. But it's really, as a Christian, you watch The Passion of the Christ. One of the best movies ever, but one of the hardest to watch because you realize that all of us are guilty you know, everyone has this false impression. Linda, I know you go to this new church, and it's really it's, I could see changes in you that I never expected, to be very honest, in a million years. Mm-hmm. And I know you've become very pas- passionate about it. I, have, I had one great conversation with your pastor. I wasn't long enough. I need a couple <laughs> hours with him to really give him the down low on you. And, you know, you th- you think about most people that I know that are Christian, I don't know why people love when they read that Christians have failed in some way. Because every Christian I know that they, that that's what they're admitting, and that they want to be better. And the word repentance is to change your heart. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It means you know I'm I'm admitting just the opposite that I'm not perfect. And I, I but you want to be better. And I think for a lot of people, and whatever their religion happens to be, I'm not. You know, I I I think any belief in in God is an individual choice, and we have believe in religious freedom in this country. Um. Anyway, so happy Passover to everybody and happy uh, Easter to everybody. Um, So there's one funny story. I don't know if you saw this today. Justthenews.com had it out. John Solomon's website. Hundreds of pages detailing multiple attacks by Joe Biden's dog, Major, became public through a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit filed by Tom Fitton and and Judicial Watch. 400 pages of records show that The German shepherd of Joe Biden caused hundreds of dollars in damages. One agent even called the dog bite issue a plague, according to records. And uh, a presidential protective division agent expressed frustration on one email about having to deal with this, this dog. Yes, I got bit by Major, the agent said in an email to a colleague. No, I didn't surprise the dog doing my job, as the press secretary just said. Now I'm pissed. But thanks for checking in. Anyway, the incident report obtained by Judicial Watch shows that a special agent observed Major uh, the dog running at another agent and was yelling at the dog to stop before turning around to avoid a direct attack. Major did not fully bite the agent, but he did leave a bruise, according to the report. Another agent wrote an email that a White House pre- pass holder was bitten by the dog and treated by a doctor. I mean, apparently this dog, uh, you know, bit like eight people. You know what matters is because they just lie to us. That whole thing was one big lie like everything else. Um, Here's some interesting new data. I told you about the Quinnipiac poll yesterday that came out yesterday. Joe Biden's approval rating, 33 percent among independents, 25 or 6 percent. He won uh, one demographic uh, uh, number stood out to me. Joe Biden won 59% of the Hispanic vote in 2020. 18 months later, uh, support among Hispanic Americans is less than half what it was in November of 2020. The poll found 26% of Hispanic voters approve of, of Joe Biden's job performance standing significantly lower than the president's approval rating with African Americans at 63%, white Americans 31%, Biden holds a 54% of Hispanic American disapproval rating, 59% of white Americans and 25% of African Americans disapproval. A staggering 41% of Hispanic voters said they strongly disapprove of the president's. How could you approve? How can anyone approve of this unmitigated disaster? It's, It's impossible. And then the news on the economy this week. You know, and the blame game, the big lie, as I keep pointing out on, on Hannity on the Fox News channel, I've been showing these graphs every night. I'll, I'll probably put them up there again tonight. You know, you look at the cost of everything. Gas prices have nearly doubled under Joe Biden. It's unbelievable. You know, if you look at the consumer uh, price index, meaning the inflation numbers, it's the highest in 40 years. How, how does that happen? But it did. Now, let's see. It was the end of February, February 24th. Only four more days left in February when Putin invaded Ukraine. So in October, now, when Joe Biden became president, the CPI, Consumer Price Index, was 1.4%. And in October, it was 6.2%, a record. November, 6.8. December, 7.0. January, 7.5. February, 7.9. March, 8.5. That's not, that is not Vladimir Putin's fault, not in any way, shape or form. Just it's just a big, huge lie. And if you then look at gas prices, when Donald Trump was president, the average price around the country was two dollars and 42 cents. Okay, now we're averaging close to five dollars a gallon in most places. You know, it's literally almost doubled in March of this year. It is, you know, full two dollars above where it was. I mean, people cannot afford this. Then we got other bad numbers this week. Wholesale prices. They set a a a record of all records. The highest number ever at 11.5%. That was only 1.6% under Donald Trump. You know, if you look at inflation adjusted wages, we got new numbers again today from the Wall Street Journal. If you get the feeling your standard of living is eroding, it's not by accident The average American family's household income is now falling at the fastest rate since 1982 when adjusted for inflation. I'll read from the journal, Wall Street Journal. Inflation-adjusted wages are falling faster than they have in 40 years. Inflation ran 8.5% in the year ending last month, while nominal wages grew only 5.6%. That is a decline in inflation-adjusted wages of 2.7%. Okay, that means your 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 spending ability is dramatically reduced. I don't I don't know if people fully understand or comprehend comprehend this. Low on low unemployment rates in the late nineties and the years leading up to the pandemic coincided with strong real wage gains. I thought this is what they care about. Amazon is now charging customers a Biden inflation tax. You know, okay. I thought they hated it. I thought they loved Amazon. Anyway, they explained to their customers yesterday that the Biden inflation crisis has forced them to impose a brand new delivery tax on sellers using Amazon's fulfillment services. And Amazon said that for the first time in company history, it will charge a 5% fuel and inflation subcharge. What did I tell you about corporations? You know, think about what I've been saying. Corporations don't pay taxes. They pass it on to you. And now, you know, of course, it's either Putin's fault or Trump's fault or the dog bites, the beast things. You're feeling sad. And it's always somebody else's fault. Now, Jen Psaki actually found a way to say the new supply chain crisis is being caused by Governor Abbott. I mean, are you kidding me? It's unnecessary, but it's it's contributing by sending the illegal immigrants that Joe is illegally assisting and aiding and abetting coming into this country. And sending them to Washington, DC. The second bus arrived today, the first bus arrived yesterday. And Governor Abbott said, you know what? You're the ones that are aiding and abetting the law of breaking. We're trying to enforce the laws of the land. Now that's your problem. I mean, which is the right thing to do. We'll get into that a little bit more later in the program. Because it is their problem. Anyway, so you got all of these new polls out here. And you know, it was one that's pretty interesting, and I saw this in a in a op ed or an editorial, actually, in the New York Post today. Uh, President Biden can still send the, the press corps, and I told you this would happen on Monday because we were expecting the CPI or the inflation numbers on Tuesday, and that was before the wholesale price uh, index numbers came in. And anyway, but they, they can trigger, on a moment's notice, the media to move to this direction or that direction and never focus on what just happened today, which is, This is an economic disaster. Now, there is a way out of it, and the way out of it would be to adopt the Trump policies again. But they're not going to do that because they're incapable of recognizing that their climate alarmist religious cultism is the cause. We have the natural resources right here in this country. It's good for national security. We don't have to rely on foreign sources of energy which is the lifeblood of our economy. It's the lifeblood of the world's economy. Getting lectured by Pete Buttigieg and Jennifer Granholm and Jen Psaki and Kamala Harris and Joey Biden on, on how that until we get to energy independence, clean energy independence, what? Wind, solar? What is your clean energy? Because the technology does not exist. They keep talking about it as though it does exist. It does not. Anyway, makes a statement. And I don't know if it was intended to do it, but then he goes out there. Oh, Vladimir Putin's committing genocide. I wish I thought of this myself, and I realized he said it on purpose. He said it to distract people from the disastrous economic numbers of this week, and that's a hundred percent true. This is this is why you always get bad news on a Friday late afternoon. His Biden's approval ratings are tanking. Berkeley poll: thirty-five percent of California voters approve of kamala harris that is a disaster you know you ukraine is a country in europe and russia is uh lives next door and it's a bigger country and russia invaded the smaller country and let me talk like i'm talking to a three-year-old uh anyway so jen Psaki answering this well why did joe say it this particular week i'll tell you why he said it to distract from the horrific economic news that is transitory inflation is anything but transitory, and as we now head towards a recession, you know, State Department suggesting Biden's genocide comment is his own opinion, not a legal determination. Really, you're going to thread the needle because you sound just like Bill Clinton. All the peasants was debating the word is is unbelievable. By the way, you'll be glad to know, senior White House advisor spoke about systemic racism, gender identity during a pre-K to twelve. 12- uh, grade 12 event i mean wokeism is the demise of the democratic party mark my words all right listen I want to remind you with tax season upon us they don't fall prey or, or victim to these irs scams that are out there they these scammers pretend to be irs agents they want your personal information bank account numbers they'll say they want to wire you money right on the spot uh, no, the IRS will contact you only through the mail. So be careful. Every day, though, all of us are putting our personal information at risk on the Internet. These cyber criminals, guess what? They want to steal everything that's yours. LifeLock.com sees the threats we all miss on our own. They'll scour the dark web to see if your personal information is compromised. If it is, you get an alert. If your identity stolen, you get a dedicated restoration specialist to fix it for you. Anyway, LifeLock by Norton. Low annual rate, and today you save an additional 25% off your first year by using the promo code HANNITY when you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. If you want to protect your good name and reputation, if you want to protect your finances and not get robbed blind, if you want to protect your credit score, lifelock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 25% off with the promo code HANNITY. Jobs. Jobs. Joe Biden can't spell it and he can't keep them for the American people. Check out the Sean Hannity Jobs Forum today. Now Hannity's on Coast to Coast. Yesterday, the first busload of illegal immigrants that Joe aids and abets and assists in coming into the country illegally because he picks and chooses the laws that he <clears throat> wants to enforce, and then he's aiding and abetting and lawbreaking. Anyway, so Governor Abbott said he had enough, and the first bus filled with two dozen illegal immigrants arrived in Washington, D.C., and they they literally dropped them right in front of the, the Fox Bureau in Washington, D.C. It's also where NBC, I think, has their offices. And uh, the second bus arrived today. Now, when first asked about Abbott's move, uh, Jen circle back, Saki, perfect MSDNC host, because she lies like the rest of them, they're not going to be here very long. They don't need a COVID test. Anyway, she said it was a publicity stunt. When asked about this yesterday, she said, well, Um, They are all in immigration proceedings, lie, and because they get their free Biden telephones, um, and in touch with appropriate entities and the federal government about the process. By the way, the odds of that being true are next to zero. The the percentage is like 97% don't show up to their court proceedings. Uh, These are all migrants who have been processed by Custom and Border Protection. Yeah, processed. We bring back not just catch and release. It's catch process and welcome to America and then free transportation. And then you get preferential treatment. I mean, you get literally you don't you don't get covid tested and you don't get a vaccine mandate. What a great country. Anyway, these they're free to travel, she said. And it's nice of the state of Texas that they're helping them get to their final destination. Good. So there should be no problems. A second bus dropped off migrants today. Uh, Jen Saki made it clear the people who enter the country illegally are free to travel after crossing the border. You enter illegally, you're free to travel. So forget about the laws. There is now a warning that has been put out. One hundred and forty thousand migrants, a migrant caravan are heading towards the U.S. because Biden's about to lift Title 42. But that same CDC that is lifting Title 42 to allow illegal immigrants in, they just extended... Their travel mask mandate if you're going on an airplane and Republicans slam Biden for the possibility that they may use VA doctors to go to the border for this surge. And Ron DeSantis, by the way, is sending illegals in Florida to Delaware. Bless big government. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, you know, think about the preferential treatment. We now are expecting, with the lifting of Title 42, the pandemic-era provision that would allow this country to expedite returning illegal immigrants that don't obey, respect our laws and our borders and our sovereignty home to, back to their home country. That's about to be lifted. So we have anywhere between 140 to 150,000 people, a migrant caravan now making its way to the uh, to the U.S. And now we're being told that we may take doctors from our veterans hospitals, the V.A., away from our vets that desperately need medical help and attention you know the attention we promised them donald trump fixed a lot of the problems in the va while he was president and then we're going to send them to the border and so as the cdc is now ready to lift title 42 as that's now winding down as they said uh which permitted border patrol officials to expel illegal immigrants without hearing asylum claims due to the ongoing pandemic they're not, they're not obeying it anyway at this time. Anyway, they cited current public health conditions. But then the same CDC announces yesterday they're extending their COVID mask mandate for air travel. One week after confirming they intended to throw open the southern border to people, even if they have COVID. Now, I don't think it's unreasonable to secure our borders, do background checks on anybody that wants to legally come into the country, uh, to do health checks in the middle of a pandemic. By the way, there's a surge of COVID, the new Omicron variant BA2 going on right now, or 2.0, whatever you prefer. And you see the hypocrisy in all of this. This, this, this is insane. You know, with Gen lying, oh, they're not, they don't need a COVID test because they're not staying here very long. Oh, that's right. Because you're going to, you're going to allow them to be, get free travel to the state of their true, their state of their choice. That's how insane this government is. I mean, it is absolutely nuts. You know, and then Fauci's still on still on message. You know, is it the the highest paid government official that has been more wrong than anybody during this pandemic. And, you know, finally he gets to the point. Well, people are going to have to be free to decide what their risk level is. Oh, really? There's an interesting thing evolving. I don't I, I've gotten off of social media and I don't even have my passwords. Linda confirmed that I do not have my passwords to Twitter. I don't have an email account. I don't have Face I don't I've never been on my Facebook page for the most part that I know of. I I don't ever remember going there except maybe you might have shown me once.
1: You've and, never do have been an there.
0: Instagram account? Yes, you do. Do we have a lot of people? And I assume you put all the news that we put on Hannity dot com there, right? I put
1: your monologues up on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, nice. We put links to them on Twitter. You're up on Parlor. You're on uh, Getter. You're on
0: Truth. You're on all the things. Yeah. We're on, oh, by the way, the new uh, social network of Donald Trump. We're on that one, too. I heard that we got great response there. Is that true?
1: We have great response on truth. We have great response on Twitter, even though they try to suppress us. Your monologues get great reach on Facebook. We're reaching millions of people every day on the
0: digital footing. So I found it pretty fascinating watching Elon Musk. Elon Musk is a fascinating figure to me. He seems like he's on that genius spectrum. Doesn't he seem that way to you? Yes. Um, I, you know, if you think of one of the best, if you get time, maybe this weekend, you can watch it. Um, and and take a look at The Men That Built America. It's a series. I think it's on the History Channel. I don't remember. It might, it might be Nat Geo, but I think the History Channel. And the Carnegie Mellons and the J.P. Morgans and the Rockefellers. You know, you have these images that have built in people's minds about great wealth, et cetera. And these people were killers. I mean, they were incredible innovators. Henry Ford was one they featured. And I kind of look at Elon Musk, and, yeah, he's a little bit, you know unconventional, but I like unconventional. He seems like a true original. I don't know why liberals hate him because he's he's building their precious electric cars. I've gotten only good reviews from people that I know that have them. well, liberals and, hate him because
1: they can't control him.
0: That's what liberals hate may i I guess that's it, so he, he that's bought why they hate this Trump. percentage of of Twitter what was it fourteen point nine percent then immediately figures out he goes, oh. Half of half of these people they're they're all bots they're not even real people now we've known this for a long time, and they do they there is a process that they deny we had At Jack deny it on this program what well, what is the shadow banning we believe happens anyway so Elon Musk said he's had it, and now we made a very generous offer to buy the entire company What was it fifty four billion dollars or some crazy amount of money it's
1: forty one uh 0.3 billion and he owns 9.2% of Twitter making him the largest shareholder.
0: Okay. Now, apparently so he offers to buy, you're right, 41 billion dollars according to the New York Post. I I got the the number I got a 54 billion. That's $54.20 a share. Correct. Um, it was currently
1: it was at 48 this correct. morning he offered 54 totaling 41 billion as his
0: offer. I mean, that is a huge huge offer. You know, many would refer to it as a hostile takeover. And anyway, comes the days after he rejected a seat on the social media company's board, which represents 38 percent premium in Twitter's April 1st close and last trading day before Tesla CEO offered more than was offered more than a nine percent stake in the company, was made public and Twitter shares went up 12 percent in pre-marketing trade. But Musk is like one of the richest people in the world, a fortune of some two hundred and sixty five billion dollars. According to Forbes, he bought some seventy three point five million shares of the company. Uh, he invested billions. He said, I invested in Twitter, as I believe in its potential to be a platform for free speech around the globe. And I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy. He wrote in a letter to the Twitter chairman. A guy by the name of Brett Taylor. And then he said, since making my investment, I now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve this societal imperative in its current form. Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company. My offer is my best and final offer. And if it's not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder. I mean, he's got, he's got a, this a ballsy offer. I mean, this is this is fascinating for me to watch especially in light of what Twitter and Facebook and all these media platforms and tech companies did in the 2020 elections, suppressing what we now validated that we knew was validated at the time, and that's Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. Anyway, so his takeover offer is there. Now, I'm reading these reports, disclosed TV, et cetera, et cetera, that there's a Saudi prince, Al al, uh, Wali bin Tala al Saud one of Twitter's largest shareholders, is rejecting Elon Musk's bid. So you have a Saudi prince, one of the largest shareholders. Um, Is that why they went with the no free speech model? I mean, what influence does this guy have? Do we have any idea? Yeah, I mean, I I do actually. So
1: when Jack Dorsey was still running Twitter, um, one of the things that we talked about was for a short while they boosted him out. Because of the fact that he was talking about the very thing that Elon is talking about, that they had people involved, like this Saudi shareholder, who holds a very coveted spot on the board, who has a lot of say and a lot of sway and a lot of control. And they don't want to allow certain things to be said. And that's why certain people still have a voice, like Putin, or, you know, the supreme leader of Iran, but not Trump. Because they have a message that they want to control and suppress.
0: You mean the fact that they have the mullahs, they still have their Twitter account, but not Trump. So I think you're right, and FoxNews.com had a piece on this, and I spent a lot of time reading about it because it interested me, that he scares the left in this country because they really do fear freedom of speech. And what I would take out of that is Donald Trump's Trump's account, if it was under Elon Musk's uh, ownership, he'd probably allow Trump and allow anybody else to uh, make anything uh, free speech. By the way, it's a risky endeavor. I mean, yeah, you have to have some restrictions, some standards. You can't let people make threats against people and against their lives. What do you do then when there are people that are overtly racist, or maybe a more complicated issue, more subtly racist? You know, you don't want them on your platform. But if it's going to be a free speech platform, are you just going to let it ride and let people discern for themselves what they want to read and what they don't want to read? So it's an interest. I would not want to. I would not want a social media site that allowed people that were, you know, virulently anti-Semitic or racist or or any of those things. But, you know, maybe that model has to be that way. Um, we had good news out of Ukraine in this sense. Ukrainian officials now claiming credit for a missile attack that left the flagship of Russia's Black Sea battle fleet in flames this morning. This was in Sky News earlier today that they're now going to tow the flagship of its Black Sea fleet back to port after extinguishing the huge fire on board, flames that Ukraine claims to have ignited with anti-ship missiles. And Moscow's defense ministry said that the missile cruiser was still afloat and its main weaponry had not been damaged. A little late. Uh, Everybody is expecting that Vladimir Putin is now preparing to make a very aggressive move on the eastern part of Ukraine. Russia then made a nuclear threat to Sweden and Finland, who have decided it's time to join NATO and that they can't stay on the sidelines any longer in light of, you know, this this evil aggression of Vladimir Putin. You know, it was, it was pretty amazing. You know, when we had President Trump on, we'll play the interview later in the program today, last night, and and this wouldn't have happened under under my president in my presidency and i can tell you what i think it is because i did ask and i said would you one day tell the story he said probably and that is what did he say to vladimir putin you see the and because the president just if you listen to what he says is every time vladimir putin threatens nuclear weapons he needs to be reminded we have better ones than him you cannot cower to threats of terrorism because he'll make the threat all the time and you'll capitulate You know, now this new Iranian deal is worse than ever. This is the dumbest deal I think I've ever heard in my life. Billions of dollars, sanctioned dollars, that have been held back from the Iranian mullahs will be given to them. Reports Russia will get to build them a nuclear facility. Reports the Iranian Revolutionary Guard will be taken off the no-fly list. And that we'd import oil from Iran. Because Joe is too what beholden to dig uh, to drill for oil in this country, how how does this impact the environment any differently? It's dumb on a level that I just can't even begin to explain. There are sad reports. This was in the San Francisco Chronicle. Colleagues worry Diane Feinstein is now mentally unfit to serve. Look, I'm not going to go into all of this. I've known about this for a long time, and you know anybody that has ever had somebody with serious significant cognitive decline knows that it's a very, very difficult thing to watch and see and, and it's slow and it's steady and it's hard, you know, for family members. And, um, but the, you know, when I was reading this, I'm, I'm thinking where are the people that the family members that love this person, love them enough to say it's time. You can't drive the car. It's time. You can't serve the state. It's time. You can't take on this heavy workload. And you know what? At some point, I think the whole story of Joe Biden's cognitive decline might come out, too. And all the people that knew did they really care about him, because it's not a question of is it real or not? It's real. And I I don't say this from a position of being mean in any way. It's Holy Week. I don't want to be mean to anybody ever. Forget about Holy Week. Anyway, uh, 800-941-SHAWN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Um, now, Miranda Devine nailed it today as the politics apparently blinded the FBI to terrorists like Frank James. Now, Miranda Devine's a great writer. She examines the question of how a FBI managed to overlook the subway shooter Frank James despite a copious, years-long social media history of making violent, racist statements that included several explicit threats to carry out mass attacks on white people and other racial groups combined with an arrest record as long as your arm. How does a guy like that not turn up on the FBI's terrorist radar screen? 70-year-old grandmas peacefully protesting, you know, in Washington, D.C. You know, they're rounded up and persecuted. You go to a, you know, they investigate moms and dads at school board meeting is domestic terrorists but i gotta tell you with this background and these you know the the you know he's got a rap sheet a mile long these threats all over social media for years why didn't they realize that this guy was a threat and why did they race you know to the Oh, this is not related to terrorism you don't know that but they make these proclamations anyway all right worst recession worst inflation in 40 years recession on the horizon you can't get brand new cars if you can find one you're paying way above msrp if you're looking for a used car on average it's up 40 percent many of you like me i just had my lease come up and the guy says we won't have a car for a year even though i warned you nine months ago that i probably you had to order it now they didn't make my they didn't make the car so anyway i won't have it for another year or so so i just bought it outright and you know, with that, I have my car shield plan because many of you are doing the same thing. You're keeping your cars longer. Now, you want to be safe on the road. That's where car shield protection comes in. And because your cars, you're keeping longer, the odds of a, an expensive repair are far greater. And that's what car shield protection is all about. Also, they offer roadside assistance, lease, lease options if you break down on the road. And you get to pit, pick either... The mechanic of your choice or the dealer of your choice to make the repair. Car Shield handles all the rest. You can get it for about a hundred bucks a month. It covers more parts than ever before. Whether your car has five thousand or one hundred and fifty-five thousand miles on it, doesn't matter. Anyway, you'll get a nice discount when you go to CarShield.com/Hannity or call eight hundred three nine one eighty eight eighty eight. Save ten percent on your plan. Lock in your pricing forever. That's eight hundred three nine one eighty eight eighty eight or carshield.com slash Hannity so you and your family are safe on the road and you're protected from expensive repairs.
1: Sean
0: Hannity. All right, loaded up today. 800 941 Mm -hmm. Sean if you want to be a part of the program. Congressman Jim Jordan is uh, coming up today. Dr. Oz. Is gonna answer a few of the, uh, not many, but a few critics that totally are misrepresenting him straight ahead. where they made their memories with their hero. Now you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes. And that means the families of fallen first responders, just like Jason Arno, and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members, and also homeless vets. Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the thelettert.org. The letter T, the number two. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China.